What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Dual Threat Sports Podcast. As always, your usual host, Anthony Saccone, joined by Jack Ravitz. And Jack, boy, do we have a special guest here on the show today. I'm going to let you take it away and introduce who we got on. Yeah, this is, this is a good one. Uh, you know what? I think they say, like, this is probably our last episode. So this really is the best for last we're saving here. Um, and I'm going to introduce, he's a great basketball player. More importantly, though, he's a good friend of mine. EJ Anasiki, thank Thanks you for, for coming me. on. It's a on pleasure being with you guys. So EJ and I are good friends. We go back a couple of years. Um, so E, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, all that good stuff. Let, let our listeners know a little bit about yourself. Hey, my name is EJ Anasiki, uh, Sacred Heart alumni. Uh, I'm currently basketball player at the University of Tennessee. Uh, it's a pleasure having, having me. Yeah, absolutely. So it's funny, like we, we go back a couple years now, like I just said, and we really became good friends because we, you know, I was a manager for the Sacred Heart basketball team. EJ played there for three years and a terrific career, unbelievable. Um, probably broke every record in the book. Um, <laughs> but E and I met after a long road trip when we were coming back from Pittsburgh, it was like three in the morning. And like, we were good through, like we talked, but we didn't really realize we lived together till we got back from Pittsburgh. It was like 3 a.m. And we walked into the same dorm room. We're like, oh shit, like you live upstairs? And he was like, yeah. And then since then, it was just like a friendship right then and there. You remember that? It was the best thing ever. I mean, we- Started were, watching tournament games yep. together. At the practice, we were at Jackson, Jackson apartment. Shout out to my man, Such, Rufo, Sean. Shout out to my gosh, man. It made sophomore year a great experience. And yeah, I'm, I'll jump uh, in two seconds. Yeah. Who was the best UK player in, in the suite out of you guys, Rufo? <laughs> you get a pick that or, like, who was the best player? I'm going to be honest. I think I was the best. <laughs> I think I was the best. But Rufo killed me with this guy, Jack Sigma. <laughs> <laughs> I had, but I gave Rufo 83 with Larry Bird. <laughs> I can testify. That is correct. That that did happen. Larry uh, legend. But it was just great because, honestly, like, you know, we worked together on the court, but off the court, we just, did, like, became really good friends, and we still are. It was a lot of fun, um, a lot of good memories at Sacred Heart. I know that's for sure. Um, he graduated there and then went to Tennessee, tested, went a little, little SEC action, which was great to see. Now – Talk about just COVID and kind of how, like, that affected, you know, playing basketball every day and just more obviously your appreciation level had to grow for it, but also just kind of, like, every day managing through the testing and all that. Oh, honestly, COVID changed a lot. Like, I didn't even get to really enjoy, like, the after the season, my junior year. Like, we coming off a good year, 120 games. Like, definitely the fun time now. Like, towards the end of the school year, you hang out with your boys. Because the whole year you focus on basketball, you don't get a chance to hang out with your friends. Now the season over, they, we had to go straight home because of COVID. You don't even know what tomorrow's promise. They said, oh, come back in a few weeks. Then Andrew, we had to move all our stuff up. We wasn't coming back. And then the summer, we weren't sure we were going to have summer workouts because everything is still in the air. It depends on what state's open, what's not. And then when we got to the season, as well, getting tested in. Staying in a bubble. So now the whole thing is about us getting vaccinated so we can play. But there's a lot going on. This is definitely something that we keep everyone's trying to figure out. 
Absolutely. And so Carl, I'll let you jump in if you have any questions. Right. Yeah, just one pretty funny question. So obviously going from NEC to the SEC, that's a huge leap. What was your like, like, oh, wow moment? Like, this is SEC basketball. Like, this is crazy. Like, did you have one of those moments where you just stand on a court or in practice and you're just like, damn? <laughs> um, I would definitely say my oh, wow moment was like, we didn't get close to attendance at Sacred Heart. Like, we didn't, like, like, the Congress didn't, like, do all that other stuff. That like fly, flying private charter stuff, all <laughs> stuff was like new, but from the basketball standpoint, it was definitely an appreciation for the game itself, uh, playing at a higher level. Uh, I would definitely say that would be an all wild moment because every team's talented, everything's really good. Night in, night out, you're going against someone that's really now. Close. Now, hey, let me tell you something. I remember we went on a plane to Orlando when we played UCF that year at Sacred Heart. And I remember you were sitting, you had the own road to yourself. You had that extra leg room over there. So they did hook you up, I remember. Yeah, I, 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 I was all right. I was all right. <laughs> but, uh, man, um, yeah, so, like, talk about, I don't know, like, now we're in the offseason, obviously, see what happens. But, like, typical offseason, I know how hard of a worker you are. What, what do you really try to do? What's your mindset, like, going into every offseason and improving your game and, like, talk about your work ethic, all that good stuff? I would definitely say going into every offseason, I, I just try to have the mentality of improving everything, improving a little bit every day, uh, whether it's my ball handling, shooting, just trying to get better in something every day because it's all going to carry over in the end. Absolutely. And so just ha and have fun with it because the offseason, it's the time to, it's the time to rest and it's, it's a time where you just want to step your game up and take it to the next level. So now, I would definitely say that. That's my mindset here. Now, there have been reports, Ian. Tell me if this is true. Are you trying to go on to the PGA Tour? <laughs> I've seen those stories. Oh, You're working well, on that swing. Let's listen to me. <laughs> yeah, I'm working on this swing. I'm definitely going into the uh, the Kenny LaRose and Sean yeah. Horn Tour. This is time that I step my game up on the golf on the golf course, uh, I earned the nickname Tiger Hood, um, and I'm going to continue to work and perfect my craft. Hey, there you go. I mean, listen, you talked about off-season time to kind of hang out. Not hang out, but, you know, reflect a little bit, relax. You know, do yeah, the big red that. tour. Yeah, of course. I, I saw that. Big red tour. <laughs> big red tour. Oh, that's great. What else you got, Sakona? What other questions you got, Let Oh, just like, I mean, for the off season, you're going to be coming back east, or you're staying out there working, you know, the, the like, weather, or what are you going to be doing? Yeah, where are you right? That's a good question. Where are I'm, you? I'm, I'm going to be honest. I owe a Jack a trip to Pelham. That is true. So that, that is, is true. that is on my top list for the off season. <laughs> that is. Secondly, I'm currently in Tennessee right now, and I and Jack will tell you I'm a kind of on the fly kind of guy. Like if I want to go somewhere, I would just go. So I don't really have a plan right now. But I do have Pelham planned. That is true. E EJ, and I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. COVID got in the way of that, so it's not his COVID, COVID got in the way last year. I was it's, supposed to do it. Yeah, and it's legitimate. It's not an excuse. It, it, obviously, COVID affected everything last summer. So I will hope. But if I don't see him this summer in Pelham, listen, I, we say Pelham's waiting for him. We got some guys who want to meet EJ. So we, we can't wait for that trip. Oh, um, my God. Harry, man. Yeah, yeah. Harry, James, a lot of guys get you in the gym, Pelham High School, see what's going on there. We just – honestly, like, 
just working with EJ at Sacred Heart, I just, you know, his work ethic is something I've never seen. So no matter what he does, basketball-wise or life-wise, he's going to be successful as hell. And I'll, I'll say that to anybody. You know, not just to your fact, I say it to everybody I talk to. Um, what else you got? Sukon, what else, any other questions you got or we can kind of. I mean, I like this little, little round table conversation. Yeah. That's how we do it here, EJ. We're very laid back. We kind of just have fun with it. We're talking sports. Uh, you know, if you want to shift gears into the NBA, I don't know. Who, who we like in the NBA these days, E? To be honest, I think, to be honest, Brooklyn's looking not, is not looking too bad. You think? But it looks think? like they're the, they're the monsters. They they gonna they done got everyone. <laughs> so they need to figure it out. They got to get it done. And healthy. Then the, the the three guys, KD, Kyrie, and Harden, have only played seven games together. It's crazy. Crazy. You know what they're waiting. You know what they're waiting for. That's it. Maybe the playoffs. Turn up in the playoffs. You're saying? Yeah, but you know, but you know where. You know who I'm going with. The Lake Show. The Lake Show. I I I don't disagree. I don't. The Lake I'm, Show. Once LeBron's back healthy, what do we think? You think the Lakers repeat? I, I think I think they're going far. <laughs> I think they're going far depends on how healthy everybody is. So if and you're not a betting man, I know that. But if you were, you would say the Lakers. If I were, hypothetically, <laughs> I, I would definitely say uh, the Lakers have a chance to to win it. Clippers. Uh, Clippers. The Clippers look good. Clippers have been playing some good ball. They got Cousins. They got Rondo. A couple of veterans they bring in. They've been playing some good ball lately. The Jack, we cannot rule out your team. Come on now. I was waiting for you. I was waiting for that. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> we cannot rule out your team. The, the Knicks. Knicks. Yes, sir. And I don't know what's going on, what, what they're feeding them, but they're, the Knicks are looking good. That is it. That's it. They, I mean, MVP odds? Question mark. <laughs> the way I he's been playing. I give him the most improved. Right, Julius Randle. Yeah. Listen, that man is an all star. Mm, absolutely. <laughs> that man is all star. He's performing. In both of your opinions, does he make the first NBA team? I mean, I think he should. But I'm a Knicks fan, so I'm biased. So don't count me. But in your does most- Julius Randle make first team All NBA? Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> Not yet. Fair, fair. But but what but, do you think? Most improved, right? Definitely. He's definitely going to call it the most improved because he's on the chair right now. I, I think – what about – how's your – what about – I know you got a good relationship with Tobias Harris and the Sixers. What do you think of the Sixers this year? They've been playing some good ball. You got Tobias. You got Embiid, Simmons. Embiid looks like the MVP right now. I don't know. Maybe Jokic could steal it. What do you think, Sakon? You got any, any thoughts on the MVP race right now as we sit on April 27th? I mean, as much as I hate to say it, you got to throw Curry's name in there. I mean, the way he's been scoring, the only problem is the Warriors haven't been winning that many games. But right. the Curry's been putting up lately have been ridiculous. And I think – didn't he say, like – he had a really, like, obnoxious comment the other day, like, I'm the MVP or something, I think Curry was saying. I mean, to say I that. Agree. I don't disagree with him. He, he's got a case, but they don't have enough wins, I think. But like you said, Jokic, Embiid, can't go wrong with either one of those guys. I, I It's funny because I, I think – with this MVP race is like it's injuries, you know what I'm saying? Like injuries, Absolutely. you know. And I'm curious, what do you think? E? Who's your MVP right now on on this April 27th? Uh, if I had to pick my MVP, I would definitely say 
LeBron. LeBron? LeBron. <laughs> never rule that. You can never rule that man out. Even though he's been hurt for all this time? I'm joking with you. Honestly, um, I really can't give you my MVP pick right now. It's kind of too early. It's kind of too early right now for me. I like Giannis. I like... And B's been playing well. And B's playing amazing. Jokic is playing amazing. And it's just great basketball across the board. Um, absolutely, absolutely. So I'm, I'm trying, EJ, to get see if we can get Rufo and Such on here. A little surprise for you. Say what's up. That's why I've been texting them. Um, hey, I don't got that much time left. So I know. Which, how much time we got left with you? Five minutes? Yeah, we got we, it's five minutes on the clock. We got a media timeout. Media timeout. All right, so we got five left. I'm trying to think what else we want to ask EJ while we got him on. All right, what was your favorite moment at Sacred Heart? Because we are still at Sacred Heart, Anthony and I. My favorite moment at Sacred Heart? I think I know the answer, but. We all know the answer. Uh, that <laughs> dunk, I would say. On the court would be that dunk. Off the court would be those those March Madness. Yo, March Madness, sophomore year. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We were late. We in, in PG. P, we mean PG was where our EJ and I live in sophomore dorm, and it sucked out. Sacred Art wasn't playing, but we made the most of it. That Thursday, Friday, around the 64, I mean, we were in there oh probably my from 12 Carson to 12. Edwards was oh. going crazy. And let, let's just say this story, too, because how pretty cool this is. And we were talking about this when I texted you. You and I, and I think Such, who's been on this podcast, and maybe Pat and Sean, two of our Anthony and I's good friends as well, we were – in the Sacred Art locker room watching Tennessee play against Purdue. That was a, the game where Carson Edwards was going crazy. And, you know, we, you and I have had the conversation how, you know, your, one of your goals was to play in March Madness. Here we are, Tennessee's next March Madness game. Obviously, it didn't go the way you guys wanted to, but you were playing in March Madness. So talk about that and reaching your goal of just being a part of the NCAA tournament. I mean, it definitely was an experience. It's really funny how things end up working itself out. We were definitely watching Tennessee and Purdue. That game was a great game. And we were saying, like, dang, like, what would it be like playing played in that type of environment? And who knows? Who knew what God had planned for me? Absolutely. Less than, less than 12 months later. It, it's crazy. Playing for Tennessee. They were playing in March Madness. But definitely this one was definitely interesting being in a bubble. Yeah, and that, that was kind of interesting. How, how was I'm curious, how was the food compared from Sacred Art to Tennessee? Like, what was that like? A little southern, yeah, it was night and day, night and day, it's night and day. But Sacred Art was good in its own way, definitely okay. appreciate the, the, that moment. The people they took care of me. No, I know we're on a little tight budget here on time, but mm -hmm. real, real quick question for EJ like, at Tennessee, like, did you guys approach the March Madness game any different than you did like a regular season game? like? From a coaching standpoint, from a player standpoint, I'm sure nerves were like were crazy going up against the Oregon State. I believe it was. I would definitely say um, for the team that we had this year, we had a lot of underclassmen that never played in the tournament. So I, I'm sure there was a lot of nerves in it, but at the same time, it was a level of focus and that we had. We were serious. We knew what what the time it was, and um, I'll definitely say that about it. Uh, looking back at it now. I felt that we did everything we had to do. We just just didn't get it done. And I, I will ask one last question here. 
how does it feel to have a number one play on Sports Center? Which let me just set the tone real quick. Sacred Heart playoff game against Mount St. Mary's. Sacred Heart hadn't won a playoff game, and I think it was maybe I don't even know ten years. There was a drought there, and it was a back and forth game. We were down a little bit in the second half. Kenan LaRose misses a corner three, and here comes Superman. Uh, no, sorry, EJ on the. I mean, it was a crazy dunk. It, you know, unbelievable. Number one on Sports Center, all over social media. So just talk about that. And I mean, listen. The next day, we were practicing for St. Francis, PA, so I know there wasn't much time for celebration, but just I know your phone had to be a blowing up. Yeah, that, that moment was crazy. I'll never forget it. Um, we were, I, I didn't have the best of games that game for some reason. Like, they were they, – they came out firing. And it was well, they had, they had those – yeah, they had those two big guys, remember? Yeah. Poku and the other one who were pretty good. But keep talking. I didn't mean to cut you off. Keep going. Oh, yeah, definitely was an experience. Um looking at it because we were we were down four it was 54 50 about like i want to say with five it was toward the end of the game like yeah. late out i didn't come out the whole second half and then kenny kenny shot it i thought it was good and but <laughs> two guys were boxing jt and i just ran i wanted to get the rebound then i looked at my hand and the ball's in my hand like this. <laughs> and i'm like oh and I never forget it. I saw a flash and I just dunked it. I was like, everyone went crazy. I'll never forget it. I mean, in real time, it literally felt like the world that froze for a second. You know what I'm saying? And like, you just caught the ball with one hand and boom. And uh, I mean, I'll ne- that's something I'll never forget either. Um, yeah. And then never JT, the- JT's coming had with the game winner. Yeah, it's crazy. Uh, but what were you and JT's nickname again? What did you say you two were? Down low? Uh, oh, clean up crew. Clean up crew, yep. That's what it was all cleanup. season. We're the captain of clean up crew. That's it. And uh, you guys never lived that down. <laughs> but, EJ, I know you got to go. We don't want to keep you. Um, thank you again for coming on. Um, I hope you enjoyed it. We, you know, like you said, we're not your normal interview here. We kind of just like, as they'd say, shooting the shit and hanging out. And that's kind of what we do. Um, <laughs> that's, it's exactly. just like the PG days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like the PG day. So thank you again. I will see you soon in Pelham, no doubt. We w- best of luck with you know. I know we you got a decision to make. Whenever you do, best of luck. No question, you're gonna do an amazing job wherever you go. Like I said, basketball, but also after basketball. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I'll see you guys soon. Yes, sir. Thank you, EJ. I mean, you know, talking about someone who's just such awesome. a great worker and who just works so hard on his game. That's who EJ is. And like I said, I mean, I know him through my managing career at Sacred Heart, but he became so much more than that to me. He was a friend. Um, you know, Tennessee, he's gonna he's in the transfer portal again, so he will be making a decision soon, and we wish him the best of luck. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. I mean, that was, what would you think, Sakon? That was great. I loved it, man. I, hey, anytime you can get an SEC Division One basketball player who's coming off of March Madness – legit tournament game less than a month ago. I mean, you're doing something right, especially here on the Dual Threat Sports Podcast. You can't, you can't beat anything like that. So it was, that was awesome. Yeah, that was fun. And he's just a great guy. He's, he's a, easy to talk to. Uh, he's funny. He's got a good personality. And he's a hell of a basketball player. I mean, like, you know, we were talking about that dunk. And obviously, Sakon and I know it. If you haven't seen it and if you're listening, you got to check it out because I have never seen a dunk like that. And I'm, I'm not being biased. Like, that was insane. Right. The highlight speech for itself, absolutely.
Um, but more than that, I mean, he, he was a double-double at Sacred Heart. He was a monster. He, he was unbelievable. Right. right. Um, and he, like, progressed each year up until yep. his year. I mean, he just was an absolute monster. Oh, you're right. I mean, each year he improved on his game. He really didn't play that much freshman year. And then sophomore year, he won most improved. Junior year, he probably – he was, you know – NEC all first team and you could have made a very good argument, very strong argument to win NEC player of the year. Right. Um, but yeah, so that wraps up, I think. I mean, we, as we approach, it's been a fun semester as we approach the end here. We've yep. kind of tried to give it to you, to give everything to you guys from college hoops, like we just did from NFL, NBA, college, whatever, you know, like that's just kind of who we are. We love sports. Um, so yeah, I mean, I don't know what else. I mean, we don't, we don't really have – it's a little quiet week in sports this week. You know, baseball still kicking. NBA, the Knicks lost for the, to the Suns last night, unfortunately. Chris Paul went crazy in the fourth with some circus oh, shots. God. Those shots he was hitting. He oh. was even with the basket on, like, three right. of them. They just, they just floated right in. Right. Not even the net. Swished oh. them. No problem. That one like, he hit when they were up three. I was just yep. like, you got to be kidding me. Right. Well, Randall was draped all over him. He just yep. flipped it up from like his ribs almost, his like his side, his rib cage, threw it up and it just goes in. It's it, like, it, it's it was unbelievable. Yeah. When he's hitting that, you just got to tip the cap sometimes. Right. But uh, it feels like the Knicks have a must win on Wednesday just because they go out west for six, which is going to be very tough. Got to beat the Bulls. Then, I mean, they should beat Houston, no doubt. They yeah. So you get win nine, lose Hopefully. one. Two or three. Hopefully, you beat Memphis. They're they're tough. Yeah, they're not a great team, but they're a tough defeat. No, and the Knicks should not have beat the Grizzlies at home a couple weeks right. ago. So come back and now going out on the road. To right, a little tricky, but um, nevertheless, a lot of good things going yeah, on. Yeah, a lot of good things. But as we head into the summer, you know, it'll be a fun summer. You know, big summer for tennis. A lot of stuff going on there. Golf, obviously, as always. Baseball. What we'll the dog days of summer? Obviously, NFL NBA coming up this week. We'll drive. see. The four of us did on um, mock drafts. That's yeah, we'll be – you said it, mock drafts. Um, and, and what else we got, Sakana? Anything else before we wrap it up? I think that's it. I mean, honestly, we could probably get another episode going if we even needed to post-NFL mock draft. Yeah. But the class may be over. The Dual Threat Sports podcast just may never die. But I like you that. guys stuck with us this long. Today was a great episode. We had a Division One basketball player – SEC, University of Tennessee, EJ Anasicki, also played here at Sacred Heart, as we mentioned. Awesome episode. Jack, another episode in the books. Crazy how fast it's gone by. Hey, they say when you're having fun and time flies, and that's definitely been the case with working with you on this podcast. And I like what you just said. We're not going to – hopefully we don't finish up here. We keep it going. So we'll see what, what, what the future holds. But th- as you said, thank you, guys. Great episode. And um, we'll hopefully, we'll hopefully, you'll hopefully be hearing from us soon. Definitely. And make sure you guys go check out the dual threat sports.weebly.com website for blog posts, picks of the day, and plenty more. Signing off for maybe last time, maybe not. I'm Anthony Saccone. I'm Jack Rabbits. We'll see, see you guys, guys soon. Thank you.